This is Andrew Strabbers. And I'm Ryan Weddle. Welcome, Welcome to, to camp. camp. Well, 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 looky here. Oh my god, it's episode 12. Episode 12, we're back. And we're better than ever. I got my yeah. coffee. Do you have your coffee? I have my coffee. We got coffee together, so you know that answer. That's right. We, uh, wow, this is camp. This is a, a special one. We're still, we're in the new house, uh, recording, getting excited for the future. Yep, we uh, decided, you know, we we're going to, we already talk about this on the last one. We last one we talked about, we were going to start an album, but we changed our minds. Yeah, we're so we're not telling yet. you what we're doing yet because it's a surprise, but... We have a lot of dope shit happening right now. Me and Ryan are sitting in one of the uh, extra rooms in this house. We have all the instru- instruments and studio set up in the living room, but right now we're sitting in a little uh, guest room with two little cute twin beds. Dude, they got to be smaller than twins. Did you know I slept on a twin bed till I was like 23? Did you know that I did too? Oh, <laughs> not my whole life. No, you actually did I your really whole life. Did. I really did. I'm six foot two. I'm way too tall for this. Your parents decided that because of your attitude and you're younger, you do, you do not deserve anything bigger than a twin bed. You want to act like a child, you sleep in the crib. Exactly. That's what In they our said. crib, you sleep in a crib. That's exactly what they said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave and Suzanne really put the fucking smack down on me and they just made me sleep on that until my ankles fell off the bed. Not my ankles. I still have ankles. Your ankles <laughs> fell <laughs> But my ankles never fell off. All right, you guys. Um, so my ankles were over the edge of the bed and then I just slept like that forever. I think that's why I'm so good on tour because sometimes we, we end up sharing uh, full size beds and I, I just don't move because yeah. I never had the option to move beforehand because my parents kept me in such a small confined space that I just, I would just have bed sores on my left side cause I was just laying on the same way. And now you're time. used to it. So when we go on tour, it, you're the most comfortable one. Always, yeah. I'm always, always comfortable. And like my whole side is callous now. So they too. basically they did it they they did it for you because they knew it would be good for you in the long run. They're like, just imagine when you go on tour. Yeah. And they said, We're gonna prepare you for the shitty life you're gonna live. Yeah. We're not gonna feed you. <laughs> they didn't feed you either? Well, no, they were preparing me for tour. They said they didn't, you, you get <laughs> they only definitely didn't feed you until you're about nineteen. Yeah, they yeah, have you seen me? Have yes, you seen pictures I've seen of me? Pic- <laughs> I've seen pictures. Uh yeah, no, they would throw me like a, a loaf of bread and some peanut butter and they say this is for the next month oh th- i thought that was once a week that was once a month once a month yeah damn that's crazy no jelly jelly only if i was like extra good <laughs> what would you have to do in order to get some jelly oh man you like like what know. was the good thing they'd be like ryan you're such a good boy today you're gonna get some jelly today pick up dog shit with my bare hands <laughs> and i'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I think I have family that listens to this podcast and they're never going to know the truth about Dave and Suzanne. Well, you know what? That's the mystery. And that, and we love the mysteries here at the camp podcast, we do. don't we? I do love my parents, so I have yeah. good parents. Yep. And it's better that they don't know that I talk shit about them for no reason at all times. Hide the links to the podcast. Yeah. Dude, my brother texted me the other day and he said, um, hey, we just had a little bit of a house fire today. And that's all he said for a little bit. <laughs> what? Yeah. And he uh, he was grilling something on a charcoal grill at his apartment and a briquette, brick, a briquette fell out into a planter and he didn't know and they like were done grilling. And he went to bed and there's like people yelling like, your house is on fire. 
and his like little <laughs> fucking gate like was on fire and he had to put it out. It's pretty cool. I like that. I do like that. He's a firefighter now. He is a firefighter. Yeah. Well, um, so what's good? We got in four days from today, Bones 2 officially drops everywhere. April 24th? April 24th, baby. And in honor of Bones 2 coming out, we have a very special guest today. He's sitting in the room with us right now. We've been pretending to ignore him so his good looks don't distract us in the intro of the podcast. But we would like to present to you Matt Keller, our producer, fucking wizard behind Catastro. Hello, Matt. Hey, hey, hey. What's good? I was just going to let you keep on going. Oh, man. It's good to have you on the Camp Podcast. You're our first guest on the Camp Podcast. Dude, it's good to be here. I'm going to comment first guest when you post this. I don't think uh, anyone else would deserve the first guest slot more than Matt Keller. Do you, do you agree? I don't have a mic. Oh, here we go. Uh, yes, I, I think he deserves it. He's done a lot for us. Pretty much any crazy idea we have, we just throw at him and we're like, hey, I want a dog bark, but then throw it in reverse and loop it 20 times until it sounds like it's falling apart. And he's like, cool. And he'll have it done in like five seconds. So I would like to be known just in general in life as an enabler of crazy ideas. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, Matt's a treat and we're very happy to have him on here. We're going to be passing around Mike. So you might have uh, pauses between people talking because we didn't prepare for this, you know? It's a special one though. Um, so Matt, how are you uh, feeling about Bones 2? What, here's, a, here's the first question. What would you say the biggest difference is between Bones 2 and the first Bones that we did a few years ago? Everybody involved got better at everything involved. That's very true. Yes. We, rec- we recorded things better. Yeah, you got, it, sound, it came in sounding in like a million bucks already. Um, I would like to think that I know a thing or two more about doing that sort of thing uh you guys I and mean, it, it's always cool when like this kind of thing happens uh when revisits happen because a, a different kind of creativity comes up as opposed to like let's figure out this cool thing right now it's more like let's uh we already know this so well we have to spend zero time on getting it right now let's do it different yeah yeah this one really came together way quicker i think like I don't know. We just kind of got into the swing of things on the first one and then approaching the second one, we already knew what work we had to do on each song and like how to change it up enough. And uh, I don't know. I had a lot of fun when I went in with you and it was just us two working on all the extra bullshit, you know? Malatite. Yeah. That's uh, literally like one of the only times that xylophone's ever been used. (laughs) Yeah. I know because we we didn't have mallets and we had hair ties and drumsticks. (laughs) Someday I'll be rich enough to get mallets. Dude, I want to talk about um, uh, Bad News, the song Bad News, because I first heard that when I think uh, I think I was in Europe, right? The acoustic version of Bad News. Fucking traveling, so, man. Well, I think I was in Europe at the time and Ryan was finishing up uh, the the extra stuff like he was just talking about. And originally Bad News was going to be you just playing piano and then Andy singing the song over it. And then what happened when you guys started bad news? We jumped in. Um, first we, I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of just like kind of talking about direction before you jump in. Uh, if it's not a hundred percent laid out. And so we kind of both agreed that like, not only there wasn't, there's another song on, 
Bones to uh, her side that's just piano and vocal. Yeah. And we shortened the heck. It's already a short song. We shortened it quite a bit to make it work for that. But like you and I talked, me and Ryan talked about how it might get pretty boring pretty quick just on piano. Yeah, we had already done that. And it was like just me and you there. And Tanner wasn't in there that day because I, I was expecting it to just be piano. And I told him like, dude, you don't really have to come through. Like we're almost done. We just have bad news to do. And uh, you started doing it uh, like kind of reggae upstrokes on the guitar. Well, first I tried before we, we stroke the piano. We we're like, let's not even do it on piano. And we tried it on like a Wurlitzer sound to kind of give yeah. the whole thing a bit more movement and some sort of percussive rhythm. But again, we like I think I like mocked up up until the first chorus and we're both kind of just like, this is not the move. It, it sounded a little too electronic too, like not the vibe totally. we were going through. And so uh, I grabbed the guitar. I was like, hear me out. I looked at you. I started playing it like upstrokes. And you looked at me and you, you uh, Ryan looked at me and he said, I don't even hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it, that shit came together. And then like I added all the like little floaty guitar shit at the end and then the xylophone. And yep. I think at some point on one of the songs, I forget which one you got into the, uh, your grandpa's accordion yeah yeah that's a uh, also not used a lot i don't really have any virtual instruments that can do the accordion you pulled the old granddaddy accordion out yeah dude wow. you know what it's it, it's like it's a fancy thing to watch but in reality if you know how to play piano it's just like you know make make a c on the piano and then press the thing together and the, you day, get a c chord. <laughs> the day you guys did that i think i saw ryan Ryan posted on our Instagram story just you smiling like super happy playing with the accordion and I was like dude this shit's gonna be nuts yeah, Bones dude. 2 is already elevated and we talked about that a lot like going into the uh to make Bones 2 we we had the discussion of like let's really try and add some different instruments and really up the you know value of of what this is going to be versus the first bones one. Like let's make this a different experience every single time we put out one of these installments of the acoustic you know absolutely and we plan on continuing doing this i can't imagine what bones 3 is going to be like dude and like i don't know dude i think you killed the the mix and 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 all the extra production you put into it so right. you you fucking murder the production up front it literally it sounded great to begin with like if you listen to like the post and and then my mix like it's you know it's obviously mine's a bit shinier and louder but like i didn't do any radical sound design to anything i didn't do any drum replacement when there was drums i didn't add anything it's just kind of like these sound great cool i'm yeah. gonna roll yeah you know don't fuck with shit if it's sounding great already yeah so um anything else you want to add ryan no no just kidding <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it just it all it all came together really quick and like now we're personally like the band like we're getting a lot better at our own production and stuff like that so it's like making things a lot easier i think what's really fitting about that is that bad news was the first song we ever worked with you on and wrote it with you yeah, yeah. so that was like the first thing the first time we ever did bad news was like well let's try it well no we did some strange nights when strange nights came out we it wasn't completely finished and we did like a little extra stuff with you but Bad News was the first time we like wrote with you and you produced for us. From scratch. Yeah. 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 Dude, that, that's, I fucking love that song still. And pretty much almost every single song, like maybe minus one or two, has been since Bad News has been produced and mixed and mastered by you. 
I am very lucky that you guys think I'm as cool as I am. I yeah. don't think you guys know well, that we I'm don't, not. We but... don't think you're fucking cool, dude. Whatever. You were just telling me that you haven't worn underwear since I've known you. So. That's true. I, uh, it's all coming out now. <laughs> Everyone all... who knows me knows. You know what? For the record, my girl is 100% on board with it. She just didn't. Less laundry. Yeah, yeah, or exactly. more. Is it more? No, no, way less. I don't know, dude. I feel like you get dirtier quicker you know hell no i i keep i take care of my shit bro you just like wear <laughs> underwear and let, let your shit get nasty yeah yeah i re-wear them <laughs> all the time front to back back to front dude i'm i'm a big guy like like the personal hygiene goes down way quicker than the average human so i'm i'm on upkeep well do what's really weird is like those folds in like boxer briefs and underwear that like some people go through they like pull their dick through that you just like they you live like that. Well, you do that. Um, no, but you know, once in a while it falls out through the hole, and then you're like, "Hey, why is there a hole right here? Does anyone actually pull their wiener out through this thing and pee with it?" Yo, check this out. Check this out. When I was in high school, the back when I still wore underwear. When I was in high school, on April Fool's <laughs> Day, um, I was in a, I was in a choir in high school. Me and my buddy, uh, me and my buddy Sean, were in choir, and we went. We had like a performance at some community college, right? And it was on April Fool's Day. And my mom, the day before, like the week before, had been asking me, what are your favorite underwear? What are your favorite boxers? And I figured she's going to buy me more of that kind, you know? And so I go to the bathroom. I go to piss in that day. And I unzip my pants. And I try to pull out of the boxer hole. And she had sewn shut like all of my boxers. <laughs> Oh she God. just did it to all of them to make sure that she got me at least one of them wait why did she do that just i don't know because like she thought that'd be funny oh it was like a prank she yeah. like sewed, yeah, sewed it was, it was april fool's day so she oh wanted to my fuck with me. god that's so good that's so weird that people do that you know they go through have you ever seen you ever seen this when people are standing up at the urinal and they pull their shorts all the way up and piss through the bottom of their leg <laughs> i don't do that have you ever seen that? Yeah, I've never seen it like in you the gotta be a big boy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this this made me think of uh one of my favorite high school memories. Uh one of my, my best friend Calvin. Uh the first day of senior year of high school, he told all of us, he promised me and like my other couple of our best friends that he was gonna piss himself the last day of school. And it was this huge joke. We we're like, Yeah, dude, you're gonna do that last day of school. We talked about it all year. Last day of school, bell rings, the last class is out. He stands in the middle of the walkway while everyone's leaving school, and he was <laughs> he was wearing like fucking like like tan khakis, and just looked at us and started pissing himself, and piss went all down, and like it was super uneventful. It didn't even like really show through his pants. It just started leaking out at the bottom, and then he rode his bike home. <laughs> Damn, he probably had that Scotch guard on there, huh, dude? That's funny. Didn't he used to? There was videos where he would go stand next to people at the urinals and just pull his pants all the way down so his ass was out and he would piss like that yes he would dude he's a legend shout out to calvin yeah Fucking, i don't even know dude, you calvin but big shout outs for real dude he pissed himself the last day of school and i still think about it all the time anyways matt um i want to say that anytime i've ever had a question whether it be about my three-legged dog because you had a three-legged dog or represent fatty or whether yep represent fatty or any audio question like something goes wrong and a mic's not working i just fucking call you and you help us and you've always been that dude for the band so <laughs> i'm gonna start crying dude i'm here to help yeah man um so let's get into washed 
because Wash was the first time we all went away. We went to your cabin up north in Heber, Arizona, and we locked ourselves in there for seven days. We did like two sessions. So one two, was like three yeah. days, one was four days, I think. Yeah, something like that. And uh, what do you have any notable good memories from that time? Because it was pretty fucking, pretty much mayhem. Uh, it was pretty much wake up, eat, work, sleep, tequila. Yeah, well, I mean that's a given. Yeah, not not wake up tequila like tequila like like reasonable time. Reasonable four p.m. three yeah, p- three maybe four 3 PM. five. Yep, for two, sure. Whatever. Who's who's counting? Anyway, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It was just really cool to do that because you guys were like, the cool thing about bad news is it kind of set this precedent of like every time we get together from here on, let's continue pushing each other because you know like I had also never really done anything quite like that, and you guys hadn't either, and. And that's kind of the push. That's kind of like, let's fucking discover new shit, you know? Let's find out what we can do. And the cabin sessions were obviously, like, not just discovering that musically, but how how hard we could push ourselves, you know? How, like, what level of collaboration can we do? How streamlined can we make this? Yeah, dude. I remember uh, gearing up to leave for that trip. We just packed the entire van up. We went to, and got groceries at that, at that fries by your house up in Heber or by the cabin. And not only were... Not only was I with all my best friends just on a camping trip, like, you know, going to stay in a cabin for a week to make a new album, just alone, just being friends and doing that was so fun. And then for me, it was super exciting because it was the first time that we were able to really have get our hands dirty in like the production of an album. At that time, I had just started making beats and like it was such a new and exciting thing for me. So like you were super rad about getting us our own station set up. You know, Ryan had all his shit set up in one corner. Tanner had his shit set up. I had a little table with my shit set up and we were just like, go, go, go. We just start looping shit and just creating on the fly. And it was such an exciting, different time for the band that was just like, you know, walking into this whole new era of how to create music. And Well, and that's the dopest thing about actual fucking bands is that, you know, I would be an idiot to get in your way and be like, oh, no, no, I got all the best samples, you know, like, like that's just a dumb move. And it's also cool because, like, it's cool working with a band like you guys because when you sometimes you work with a solo artist and and you're just kind of if they're just a singer, you, you know, sometimes it can be hard to just guess what they want to sound like. You know, you got to do everything, yeah, like, yeah everything like, front to back, and it 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 can be draining and like, and it's hard when there's sometimes there's not enough feedback from the artist because they don't necessarily know what they want, which is you know a whole bag of worms in itself. You know, yeah, I know I got kind of used to relying on you because like with different projects like i feel like you just bring out my best lines because i will second guess myself to death on like is this cool and then i won't do it and or i won't push things and when i'm with you on like either with this with the band or like with the mouse palette project or something like i'll just go as crazy as i want and you'll be like oh i like that first half and i'll be like cool and like i have something to base my thing off of and i'll like know how to form what i want to form so it's like it's been really easy. I think we've all just gotten like super comfortable with it. So I think it's time to get a little uncomfortable on this next project and do something again that we've never done. What happens when people stop being polite and start being real? Ooh, is this the real world? I don't think any of your listeners are going to catch that. Is this the real world? This is the real world for sure. Who's puck? (laughs) Not me. I'm a hundred percent not puck. Andy's puck. Yeah, probably. Andy's for sure. Puck. This is the real world, and when you guys tour it and the eventuality that the Rona leaves us alone, it's going to be road rules. Yeah, man. So um, we're set up at this house. Matt just brought all of his gear over. 
basically the same idea of kind of how we um did wash you know we got all of our shit set up at this house but we have a we have live drums set up in the room which i'm really fucking excited about and it's been the first time where i've kind of experimented on even recording drums on my own and having mics set up when no one's here um but you got the drums sounding fucking crazy yesterday and i'm super pumped on that they do sound crazy at the same time it's like uh you set the tone with the the one mic that you did on the demo sounds freaking awesome it's in there you know it's i like doubled it so it's all white as shit but it's such a huge part of the drum sound and like that was the basis of you know it's almost kind of like when i get when i get shit from from hip-hop producers when i get your shit like it's the the mo is to beef it up and make it huge but not change the vision don't go in there and start fucking with everything yeah not change the way it really sounds but yeah so when i heard the the demo of the song we're working on i almost kind of looked at the same way like the vibes there everything makes sense already like let's just yeah fucking make sure there's payoffs and build-ups and sonically everything's fat as fuck yeah i can't wait to uh finish working on this stuff because i'm so stoked on the first project and uh just keep going i can't wait till we can talk more about it but for now we should probably put a cap on what's going on because we always got something going man we we don't even have our acoustic albums not even out yet and we got we got shit ready for the rest of the year pretty much so we're we're, we're in good uh we're in a good spot right now so yeah fucking um bones two drops in four days uh matt do you have a favorite track on the album uh i mean i think bad news came out really really good um what's the, well there was one that i was just like vibing hard as fuck uh retro retro yeah yeah so yeah yep. when i was mixing that i was literally like i like closed my eyes i like i just heard like i was in the fall and it was raining on my house even though it wasn't it was like probably like you know it was like a month ago or two ago. i don't know it was, it was plenty warm but just it was just such a vibe immediately so well um give it up for fucking matt keller yo first feature on the camp podcast that's right and um for any of the uh you know our hardcore fans um i don't know if we're supposed to say this on podcast but i'm gonna say it anyways we uploaded bones Two to our band camp and you can purchase the album early on there and leave a donation if you want to support what we're doing um but yeah the whole album drops everywhere in four days and we couldn't be more proud of, of of what we did yeah, thank you guys. Everything's been going really smoothly. Uh, we've been we've been pretty stoked. We're just trying to like utilize all this forced time off uh, with the virus and everything. It's kind of fucking up plans for every aspect of our lives at the moment. So we're adapting as much as we can. We're just trying to do everything that we can for you guys to uh, put out new music and for us because we'll go fucking crazy if we're just stuck at home. Yeah. So if you. Uh if you, if you fuck with Bones too when it drops, make sure you're uh, leaving comments. We read that shit. And um, Ryan, would you say it's time to maybe get a bucket of water and, uh, you know. Oh, maybe take a little trip. Uh, take our little penises out through the hole of our, our underwear and take a piss on this campfire <laughs> and put it out? I, I would say that that is a good idea. Matt might not be able to because his fly is sewn shut. <laughs> yeah, his mom is a prankster, but but uh you know what i think it's time to to throw the water on the campfire yeah man let's have a let's have a short episode this week we need to get back to uh what we're really in this house to do yep so uh, thank you guys we appreciate you bye bye